Loving Liberty Network is excited to present Ask an Immigrant, a weekly radio show by Lydia Wallace Nuttall and immigrants from all over the world who share their personal stories as to why they came to America. Lydia is the author of Forgotten American Stories, Celebrating America's Constitution, and an executive board member for We the Kids, with the mission to put God back into America's history and to inspire kids to value liberty and our United States Constitution and to be proud to be Americans. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Ask an Immigrant. I am Lydia Nettle, the host for this podcast, and we are dedicated to helping us and our rising generation to value, have gratitude for, and appreciate what we have here in America, because this, to me, is an awesome country, and I love it because we have freedom. We have liberty. So I am excited to let you know that we have two guests on our show today. We have William Saunders and we have Chen Guancheng, who came from China, like fled from China, escaped from China, came to America. And it's a, an amazing, miraculous story. You want to listen to the whole kit and caboodle. Um, so first... Um, Let's, uh, William, I, I know you are the head, right, of the Center for Human Rights. Right, um, that's correct. And you work for uh, the Catholic University of America? Yeah, in Washington, D.C., that's correct. And that's how you got to know Chen Guanchen, right? That's right. He's a, he's a distinguished fellow at the Center. Yeah, distinguished, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chen Guanchen, we're excited to have you on the show also. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So, I, so here's how I'd love to have this go, everyone, is I've got a bajillion questions for Guanchen about what is it like in China? Because how long ago did you f come to America, Guanchen? Pardon? Please. How long ago? How long ago? How long have you been in America? Is it four years? Okay. Yeah, the 2012. 2012. So it's been almost a little bit longer than that. Almost eleven years. Almost eleven years. Well, welcome. We are thankful you are here, and I understand you actually are a real live American official citizen. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. You know, in fact, you know, he, in the uh, in the heart of those who refuse to be enslaved, America, America is a uh, is a land of the free and the home of the brave. So yes. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. Uh, of course, yeah, the U.S. Uh, the democracy system is not perfect system, but it is a least bad system that uh, humanity has developed. So, I want you know if you don't understand what evil, how evil under the authoritarian, and you will, I, I hope you. From my story, you will understand 
uh, how fortunate you you are to live under the democracy system or in the U.S. So, yeah, I think uh, U.S. is a beacon of the humanity. So we live in a special country, so we have the special responsibility. We have to protect the democracy, freedom, the rule of law, constitution like this, and spread and help the people who live under the authoritarian regime to get freedom. Yes, and you're speaking from experience because uh, those things that you mentioned, for instance, rule of law, con- uh, living under a-, a wonderful constitution that puts checks and balances of power on those that are our uh, our leaders, uh, protecting yeah, democracy yeah. and freedom are all. You experience the opposite of every single one of those in. China yeah, under yeah, the communist yeah. Chinese Communist Party. No one. So no one. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no one don't want to get freedom, including the Communist Party's member. You know now the Communist Party's member, all the uh, officials from the central government to local government, they sent them uh, their family member in the Western countries, the U.S., Europe. So they. They don't believe with the communist party system. Uh, so uh, even they send their uh, money here. So that uh, prove democracy system much much more better than regime. Which is so interesting. So in essence, if I can uh, make sure I'm understanding what you're saying is. What we have here in America is so valuable that even those that belong to the, commun- the Chinese Communist Party, and, and I can tell you're, you're calling it the, the Com Party for short, right, for Communist Party, just so our listeners understand the, that the Com Party or the Communist Party of China uh, even, uh, what, invest their money over here in America yeah. Um, and, and their business interests and everything over here in America because yeah. they love it, and yet they won't establish it or protect it or anything in their own yeah. country. Yeah. Kind of crazy, yeah. huh? So yeah. Yeah. tell, yeah. No, tell no, us... No. Be- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no Communist Party's members send their uh, children to North Korea. Oh. Wow, <laughs> that's very telling. And they don't send their, their children to North Korea because it's run by the yeah. <laughs> Communist Party. Oh, my goodness. That is really interesting. So, okay, so what I would love to spend this particular show on is to have you share with us what it's like in China so that in, in various questions that I'll ask you, so that we can all compare what we have here in America with what uh, the Chinese are experiencing okay. and have in China. Because when you're born in freedom, in liberty, as I have been here in, in America, uh, unless you have traveled outside of America to other countries where there is no liberty, um, whether you're oppressed, where you're watched 
by neighbors and secret police, et cetera, for any kind of infractions against rules, when you don't have freedom of choice, et cetera, um, it's really hard to value freedom and what we have here in America um, unless we have something to contrast it with. Because most, a lot of the world, I can't say most, I don't really know what the percentage is, but a lot of the world doesn't live in freedom. Like you said, uh, they don't have rule of law. They don't have even democracy. Um, yeah. And if they have a constitution, often their government doesn't even abide by it, which I guess I can't point the finger at other countries because we're struggling with that here in America. So, for instance, what kind of human rights do the Chinese have um, compared to Americans? Uh you know, that is different. If we just if we just uh, talk about the Communist Party's official, of course, they have all the rights. They can do what they want. But for the people, Chinese people, no rights. You wow. know, since the Communist Party came to the power, it has never stopped to persecute it the Chinese people. Yeah, anyone uh, who uh, expose the truth about the regime, the Khan Party will find a way to punish them. To, yeah, the Khan Party, uh, the journalists, the human rights activists, lawyers, magazines, and artists who tried to criticize the regime uh, can become its uh, victim. So, you know, if the uh, next thing, they use the internet to expose the truth, to tell the truth, and uh, risk being uh, harassed, kidnapped, disappeared. Mm tortured and uh. imprisoned. So, you know, you know any uh, guarantee from the law. The Khan Party, even in China, you know, the political system is not as the same the Western government. That is the party state system, where the party controls everything. They can change the law any moment. They can change the con change the constitution any moment, even he can ignore the, all the law of constitution just against the law to prosecute the people. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So even you can't use the law to protect the, the people's rights. That's my experience. Until now, you know, my good friend, his name, he is a ter attorney. His name is Gao Zhisheng. Five and a half years ago, the Khan Party kidnapped him. Until now, no one knows where he is. No one mm. knows he still alive or died. You know, their, their parents, uh, their brothers asked the Khan Party to give them answer where is the Gaudition. The Khan Party just ignored that. So, how you can see if you live under the authoritarian regime, no right. Even you just speak on the internet, the Khan Party will order 
Minister, please to come in your door to stress me. We call mm. it, we call it a drink tea. <laughs> yeah, drink tea. If you, if you tell the truth, you have to drink tea. Drink tea means the company order, please to ask you to, uh, to uh, have a, uh, to threaten you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So. So in essence, yeah. what you're saying, as far as the laws go, the the Chinese have laws. They have rules, etc. Um, they they that protect their human rights. But the Communist Party doesn't abide by them whatsoever. In fact, they can even change the laws or the rules at any given time at their women fancy. And what I'm getting is the people that have to live under that kind of lawlessness where they have to dot their I's and cross their T's according to what the Communist Party wants them to do and say, and they can't in any way, shape, or form express anything different or do anything different. Otherwise, they will be arrested, persecuted, put in jail, or uh, tortured, killed, kidnapped, the whole nine yards. And so from what I'm getting, the people of China then, if I had to live like that, I would be living in fear 24 7. You know, in mainland China, the law, just as a tool, the country used them to protect their rights, to punish the people. You know, if the law benefits for the country, the party will use the enforcement to, to, to help by themselves. But if the mm. law not benefits for the party, not yeah. better than <laughs> uh, scrap paper. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it, of course, if you just uh, read the law, you know, if you think, oh, the law looks bad, looks not better, not not bad. But in fact, you can't use that in China. Mm-hmm. So, the Khan Party uh, kidnapped the country. Uh, mm. Uh, the government, it. yeah, and enslaved the people, yeah. You, so I did a lot. I, I opposed the party every year. I, I know, I understand a lot about the Communist Party, about the regime. So I hope the Western country, the Western country's people, government. We can understand how you were the Khan Party. So, yeah. So, so, um, Bill, I want to make sure I, I let you know that anytime you have anything to add, please say, I can't say raise your hand because I won't see it, <laughs> but you can say, hey, <laughs> I've got something to share. Do you have any comments at this point? Well, I think uh, Wang Chen's pretty, pretty clear. He actually just wrote a op-ed for the Wall Street Journal about the denial of uh, the rule of law in China. And as he's saying, and as your listeners know, the rule of law is essential to human rights and to democracy because it holds everybody to the same standard. So his op-ed about China was that the Chinese Communist Party can ignore the rule of law and do what it wants to. So like you said, even though there are laws on the books and even though they have a constitution, 
the Communist Party can change it at any moment, and they and they never follow it unless they want to. Yeah, unless it benefits them. I love what you said, um, uh, Guangqing, about how the Communist Party kidnapped the country and enslaved the people. Uh, so that, to me, is warning bells that we as Americans want to be familiar with how the Communist Party can kidnap a country to enslave the people because we don't want them to kidnap our country and enslave us, right? <laughs> yeah, you think the Cambodian never thought to do that. Well, yeah. The problem is it looks like the U.S. people don't understand that. I, yeah. I keep talking about this. I hope they understand earlier. <laughs> So t tell me while we're on that subject, and, and Bill, too, um, your insights is what, how did they kidnap the country? And, and what are the signs here in America of them doing the same? Well, one thing, one thing they did is, of course, they controlled all the power, and that includes uh, information. So all the media is controlled by them. They have a firewall to keep out true information to, so the Chinese people don't know all the truth. Uh, and they, the government has a monopoly of all power. So you don't, you know, in America we have civil society which functions to uh, limit the power of the central government. And we're having trouble, as you said, and there are issues in America. but. Our system is made to have uh, civil society as a challenge to government power. In China, the Chinese party controls everything. And if you want to get ahead in life in China, you have to be a member of the party. And if you're a member of the party, you become rich, as Guangxin mm -hmm. said, and then you send your, student, your children to America to go to American colleges, and you invest your money in America. So it's kind of like organized banditry uh it's hmm. it's like a criminal government wow so i'm gonna well, fast forward go, no go ahead i just want to say one thing because i know you were interested in what ordinary life is like in china and one example of how bad ordinary life is is Guangxin, as you know, is blind. But he became blind when he was a little baby. And he became blind because his mother did not have enough money to get, a, a, not much money, just a little bit of money to get some medicine. So she couldn't get it. So Guangxin says, the Chinese Communist Party came into power saying they were going to help the poor. And they didn't even, they didn't even, help him enough to get medicine so that he is blind because of the lies of the Chinese Communist Party. That's what life is like in China under the Chinese Communist Party. So I guess if I were to apply this, these, this as an American, I should be careful about anybody who is running for power or office promising to help the poor I would, I mean, not like they may, may, may or may not, but I probably ought to check into 
backgrounds, um, <laughs> intentions, past intentions. Um, it sounds like if it's too good to be true, maybe it is. Yeah, I think that's correct. And I think, and I think Wong Chen agrees with me, you know, we have to always be skeptical of power. We, we have to realize uh, in the famous saying that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So the idea that you give power to somebody who promises to use it to help you means they will abuse it and they will end up hurting you. So that's why freedom is so important. I agree. So, um, so Guan yeah, Chen, you know, yeah, yeah, go I ahead. just want to add something. You know, I just uh, published a article what I write on uh, on uh, Epoch Times. I mentioned oh, yeah. my good friend in Beijing. You know, his name is Hu Jia. He is a, a famous uh, activist. You know, last year the Khan Party put him under house arrest for more than uh, 300 days. Oh my that, goodness. You know, yeah, That's almost yeah, a year. Only, yeah, only several times he can come out by uh, himself. And you follow the Chinese constitution or the law, no any law or Constitution gives the Khan Party its power to do that, but see, they are doing. They're how, doing. Yeah, how we can stop them? No way to stop the CCP. So, my friend in Beijing, you know, no one can visit him. Yeah, and uh, more than ten mm. police leave uh, the building, the same building, to uh, to uh, house arrest him. To arrest him. So, yeah, that that is uh, China today. And yeah, the Khan Party control everything. If the Khan Party against the law, against the constitution, no way to uh, stop them. So, if I'm going to apply, okay, to recap what you just said. So, your friend, his name is Hocha. Yeah, they torture him. He, okay, so he was placed under house arrest for over 360 days, 300 days, almost a year, was able to leave only a few times. Other than that, he was in prison uh, in his own home, and he was placed under house arrest for doing what? What was his crime? Uh, yeah, but you know, the Khan Party... Uh, uh, use the cell phone jammer to control his his phone. Well, no. What are they? What is the Communist Party saying he did wrong? Yeah, the Khan Party. Yeah, the Khan Party said he wants to change the political system. He wants to change the uh, communism government. <laughs> but oh. no, yeah, but no proof. That's the Khan Party's thing. Um, so, yeah. So there's no fair trial. They can accuse you of whatever they want and yes, yes. make a yes. judgment and the punishment however they want, uh, and you're, you're, you're guilty as charged. You have no right to 
have a trial by jury. You have, you're, it's just, you're right. The Communist Party has totally t- taken over the executive, judicial, and legislative uh, yeah, branches yeah. Oh, of government oh, in China. Oh, yeah, the judicial system is a Communist Party's tool. Mm. So tell me, uh, obviously, there's not peace in China. Not, not, not like I, I wouldn't feel peaceful living there if, if I had to worry about um, someone from the CCP accusing me of whatever and throwing me into a house arrest or their own prison or, or whatever. Um, you could never feel safe there. Um, is there abundance in China? I mean, does this CCP, does the communist agenda, does that work? Like, do they have store shelves full of food and gas prices are low and everyone can buy whatever house they want? They can go into whatever field of occupation they, they want okay. to. Okay. I understand. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can just something maybe you can understand more our listener can understand more about it you know even in China you can buy the food from a supermarket but like Chinese people said you can have the food but the food not safety is not safety you know all the food they 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 try, uh, they just think how to get money but they, they don't care you eat the food, uh, the food will be healthy or not. So mm. even your children, you have to watch your, you know, when I was a, 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 a little boy, I, I feel free. I can play with my, uh, uh, my uh, friends uh, in our village. So no problem. But now, you know, you don't know when your children will kidnap, will, uh, mm. will, will kidnap by something, by some way. So, yeah, so no one feel guilty. <laughs> so, and, you know, if you, uh, how to say, uh, if the current party think your, uh, if your house is good, the company will tear down it and use it, give you a little money, you have to move to another place. And <sighs> yeah, if you you send your children to go to school, you only get the uh, brainwash, no real education. Yeah, and we call it in mainland China, you know, no news, only, uh, Propaganda, no oh, wow. media, only uh, masterpiece. So you can't, you can't, you cannot get the truth from the party's masterpiece. And the Khan Party installed already the firewall. You can't uh, get the free news from a foreign country. If you try to do that, you have learned how to climb the firewall. So that that is China. We call mainland China is big, uh, 
prison. We call the real prison is small prison. So oh when my. some political prisoner released, we will see, oh, welcome back, big prison. <laughs> <laughs> that is mainland China now. I'm, so, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm just aghast of... Of of what it's like. I mean, uh, to have the whole country be classified from the Chinese people that it's a big one big prison, and that those who are in the little prisons, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a little prison. If you're out of that little prison, welcome to the big prison. It's you're, you're there's no there's no freedom. There's no liberty. There's no yeah. safety. There's no peace there's no nothing if you can't even have a home that's halfway decent and and have to worry about the communist party saying hey we we want that here's five bucks pack sand go, go find a tent you know or go live with someone else um uh, there's no even right to own your own property if it can be taken at any moment or time yeah so so you can see we live under uh, we live the uh, democracy system. How fortunate, right? So they don't. Yeah, the Western people don't understand how is how is horrible under yeah. the regime. Yeah. So you know, I would you, love. You getting sick? You come to the hospital? If you no money, okay, you have you. We will kick you out. The Chinese the, hospitals yeah, do that China, if you yeah. don't have money. Yeah. Whereas yeah. here in America, if you don't have money and go to emergency room, they are yeah. required to t treat you. I mean, just out of yeah. humanity's sake, just because yeah. you're a human being and we want to care for you. Yeah. You'll receive treatment. Different. Yeah. Very different. So and what are the hospitals know. like there for the common people? Uh you know, for the people, they, you know, if you don't have the money, they, 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 they don't care you, the people died or not. They judge mm. you not. Yeah, if you give the money, okay, they, they can they start to help you. So, and another thing I, I have to mention, you know, the Khan Party said Chinese people have the uh, insurance, right? But that is not true. For example, uh, if you come to the a, a medicine store to get something, for example, the price uh, $5. And if you use the insurance uh, the company set up already, the company said, oh, if you use the insurance, you have to come to the, uh, the store to buy the medicine. But all the store, all the stores, the company set up already, if you come there, maybe the same medicine, you just come uh, come to buy from a market, $5, for example. If you come to the stores, the company set up already, you have to spend $50. Uh, and oh then the company give you back, uh, how to say, like 65% uh, uh, Give, give to you back 65% uh, money. So 
you still spend more money than the market. So the company uses the insurance to get money uh, to benefit by itself, not help the Chinese people. So, mm. so yeah, so this yeah, a lot of detail. If the people just read the the documents, maybe they will believe the company. Oh, that is good. The Chinese people have insurance. That's not true. Yeah. So they have the insurance for the Chinese people, but if you choose to use it, you have to go to, th well, if you use it, you have to go to the store that the Communist Party runs or controls. And yeah. Yeah. the price yeah. is way higher than if you went to the common market and just used your own your own money, not insurance yeah, money. Yeah. And so it benefits, that higher price benefits more the Communist Party. So in essence, yeah. they're getting rich off of the people that use, choose to use the insurance. Yeah, yeah. So oh some people don't use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't use that. So. Corruption. It's just yeah. corrupt. <laughs> From yeah, every, yeah. At every level, it's corrupt. And they use it, as you have reiterated, several times they just use it to give themselves more power more money um and to enslave the people even more um wang chen where can someone find those articles like the one in the epic times and the one uh, bill you mentioned uh, there's one uh, that the wall street journal yeah well wall street uh, journal, know, journal? Let, me, let me just say they should visit our webpage for our center which is Catholic.edu slash CHR for Center for Human Rights. So Catholic.edu slash CHR. We put Guang Chen's articles up there. Oh, uh, of course, the one that came out in the Epoch Times today, people can find it. But just in general, if they want more information about uh, his story, about his current work, about the things he's written, about the work our center is doing, they should go to that catholic.edu slash chr. And Guang Chen is known as the barefoot lawyer because before he was forced to leave China, he was on the cover of Newsweek magazine here in the U.S. as the barefoot lawyer because he spent his career or his work on behalf of the handicapped people and the poor people. And so he was f famous as the Barefoot Lawyer. So our, we have a podcast and it's called the, ba the Barefoot Lawyer Reports. So if they go to this webpage, which is catholic.edu slash chr, they can learn more about what has happened to him, why he left China, they can sign up for his weekly podcast. We just were involved in a uh, protest at the Chinese embassy uh, this past weekend. They will be able to see photographs uh, from that protest and to hear some of the protest uh, itself. So that's, the, that's a great source of getting information. I love that. And if anyone didn't hear uh bill say the website or you were thinking of something else here it is again it's catholic.edu slash chr you can find uh guan chen's articles podcast etc all the information you could ever want 
um, about him and his story there. So uh, thank you, both of you, William and Guanchen, for being on Ask an Immigrant. I want everyone to know, though, we are not letting Guanchen off the hook. We're having him back again for a part two because you have to hear his story of why did he leave China and how does someone leave communist China and, and, and how do you do it when you're blind? I mean... <laughs> We have to hear the story. So so thank you, Guan Chen and William, for joining us on Ask an Immigrant. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here to talk with you. Yes, and we have to hear, um, we're going to have Guan Chen share his one-minute message on the next podcast, part two. So you have to hear his message to Americans as well. So thank you for joining us today on Ask an Immigrant. Now go forth and stand up today for liberty in your life.